Hello everyone, I am reading chapter 22, Wings of Fire, the Dragonette Prophecy. I have a couple of questions. Question 1. Have you guys been listening to my podcast on Apple Podcasts? And this next one isn't a question, but I do have a question after this. I've had 2,000, I think, 800, let me open it, 2,869 impressions, so that means I have 349, so this is the last 30 days, 349, my, my podcast is on 349 people's Spotify homepages. 2,411 people searched up my podcast, and 109 people have my podcast in their library. So, thank you guys for that. I am happy for that. And on my um, Apple Podcast account, I have put up my podcast, like I said, and I also have reached 600 plays. But in that first week of having my podcast on Apple Podcast, I've gotten 57 plays. That is a lot of plays for only being up for a week. I think that is the most plays I have gotten in that week. This entire year. So thank you guys for that. My other question. Have you guys visited my website, podcastersdream.com? And if you have, please put your name or... Just send something through the Q&A below. I will put it in my description. You can I'll also put my Spotify Podcasters account in the description. So you guys can just click on my website from there. I'll also put my email. So please email me. Okay, so let's get on with the episode. Also, before we dive into the episode... Please share the podcast with anyone and everyone you know. I would greatly appreciate that. And please rate my podcast the way you think it should be rated. And rate it, like, be completely honest, please. But really, please share my podcast with others so I can reach more people. Don't forget to tell everyone what you love about my podcast. And just keep listening. Chapter 22. They stopped at Peril's cave. Peril was resting her head on one of the narrow wing ledges, window window ledges, staring out of, out the sky. She turned the caves. She turned and gave Queen Scarlet a cold look. Clay noticed that the full-length portrait of the queen was gone from the wall. A pile of ashes smoldered on the floor under the spot where it had been. He saw that queen's that the queen's eyes darted to the empty wall more like and more smoke curled from her nose. Ow, she said to Peril. This is my room, Peril snapped back. I'm the queen here, Scarlet said. Do as I say. Go sleep in the arena. If anyone tries to sing, fly up and burn their out their tongue. Peril's tail lashed furiously. A moment passed, and then she stormed toward the door. 
and two queens had to the two queens had to scurry out of her path in an undignified way. And Clay saw a few scabbing guards hiding smiles. The wave of perils he the wave of perils heat swept over them, and she hurried off the tunnel, barely glancing at Clay as she went by. He stared after her. <sighs> Worried. Maybe she is mad at me, but why? In here, Queen Scarlet said, shoving Starflight into Peril's cave herself. He stumbled trying to jump over the pool of water and ended up with his back legs splashing around for a moment. Tsunami shook her guards away and hopped over the pool, and then Clay followed. You will not interrupt my feast again, Queen Scarlet said. Queen Scarlet hissed. I'm sure you're very amused with yourselves. Why don't you kill them, Burn asked. She was much bigger than Scarlet. Her head scraped the top of the tunnel, and her talons were twice the size of Clay's. She wore no precious jewelry, precious jewelry or chainmail, but her claws and teeth were stained from red of all the blood she had shed, and a vicious scar was burned across her left side. Below the wing, there was no white to her eyes at all. They were orbs of pure, menacing black. Because that wouldn't be fun, Queen Scarlet answered. I want to see them fight. They have a whole day of I have a we have a whole day of entertainment planned tomorrow. It's my hatching day. I want it to be thrilling. Burton gave the Skywing's guards gave the Skywing guards a glare, and then they quickly shuffled up the tunnel, out of earshot. She lowered her, her voice; only Scarlet and the Dragonettes could hear. Could hear her. But if they are the dragonettes of the prophecy, prophecy, the best way to break the prophecy is to kill them. Well, Scarlet said, her tongue flickered in and out of her mouth as she regarded Starflight. Clay could tell that she wanted to see the Nightwing in combat. Perhaps, perhaps, but that won't work. That don't, that, but the, I, can't, I can't, I can't speak today. Let me fix my microphone. Ah. Let me try this again. Perhaps, but that didn't work so well for you, did it? Everyone knows about the Skywing Egg, all the Skywing Eggs, in fact. It, Clay's ears pricked up. What did that mean? Burton's tail thumped the floor hard enough to shake the ground beneath below Clay's feet. On the contrary, on the contrary, that worked perfectly. They don't have a skywing, do they? Only four dragonettes. The prophecy is already incomplete. Clay and Tsunami exchanged glances. She didn't tell them. She didn't tell Burton that Gloria was one of us. She wants to keep her new work of art for herself. And, and yet our ignorant subjects are always yowling about the dragonettes who are going to save the world, Scarlet said. They believe in it, no matter what they've heard about the broken eggs. If we kill the dragonettes now, out of sight, 
it does us no good. Even if we hang their bodies from the palace walls, nobody will believe it's them. Burn bared her teeth in a snarl. The world doesn't need a prophecy. It needs me as queen as sandwings. But listen, Scarlet said smoothly. If we put the dragonettes in the arena, everyone can watch them die. They'll see how weak they really are. They'll lose all their faith in the dragonettes and more important in the prophecy. It'll be all over. Much more powerful than just making them disappear. The Skywing Queen cast a sly look at her guest. Don't you agree? And what if they win? Burn demanded. Demanded. They won't, Scarlet said. But of course, killing them ourselves is a solid backup, backup plan. Excuse me, Tsunami interrupted. You know we're right over here, right? Don't you want to hatch your evil plan somewhere more secretive? Clay thought the combined force of the Queen's glares would knock her over, but Tsunami just glared back. Scarlet opened her mouth. I cannot read today. Scarlet opened a pouch. Okay. Scarlet opened... Wait. Scarlet... 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 Oh. I thought earlier I saw it had double L and Scarlet. Sorry about that. Scarlet opened a pouch slung under her wing and scattered several round black rocks across the mouth of Perold's cave on the tunnel side of the pool water. She opened her mouth and breathed on them. The rocks all burst into flames. In moments, the dragonettes were trapped by a wall of fire. Sleep well, so you'll be thrilling in the arena, Queen Scarlet said. I thought I'd get to play with you for longer, but I guess all of you have to be dead by sunset tomorrow. She sighed. Nobody lets me have any fun. Clay listened to the heavy thump of the queen's talons fighting away up the uh, tunnel. He turned a look at his friend. He turned to look at his friends just as Tsunami cannoned into him. Ow! He yelped, but he didn't fight her off as she twined her tail with his and wrapped her wings around him. I'm so glad you're alive, she said. You incredibly huge idiot. So am I, Clay said, but I'm more glad that you two are alive. He reached out a wing and drew Starflight into their hug. The Nightwing rested his head for a moment on Clay's shoulder. And Clay felt worried all over again about what would happen to Starflight in the arena. We need to figure out how to get out of here, he said. First, we're cleaning you up, Tsunami said, stepping back and shooting Starflight out of the way. Into the water go. That's not important, Clay, said. I feel tsunami pushed him into the pool. Clay surfaced, coughing and sputtering. The pool was almost as deep as his as he was tall. He could stand on the bottom and hold his head above the surface if he kept his neck extended. The water was cold, but the black rock fire was close was so close it was slowly heating up. 
See, Tsunami said. Much better. She leaned over the edge and rubbed the scales rubbed the scales on his back, cleaning off the dirt and the blood. Clay decided it wasn't worth arguing with her. That was pretty smart, Tsunami Starflight said to Tsunami with song. I have no idea how you managed to pull the medley out of your ear after being completely tone deaf your whole life. <laughs> she blinked at him. I didn't do that. I thought you did. It was me, Clay admitted. He drew out the wire and slid it across the floor. Starflight picked it up and peered at it. How did you break that, Tsunami said. Clay really liked the tone of her on her voice. He wished he could say he'd done something clever. I had help, he admitted. That dragon was just your peril. Her touch can burn through it. She did that by accident. Starflight reached up and fingered the bands on his wings, looking thoughtfully. That psychotic, that dragon is psychotic, Tsunami said. Didn't you see her decimate that sand wing? And she's Kestrel's daughter, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, Starflight said. No wonder Kestrel always hated us. I bet the Talons of Peace thought she... She'd want to be on dragon dragonette mining duty after what she'd lost. But we better remind her of her dead children. But we just reminded her of her dead children every day. Clay shivered. He hadn't thought of it like that. Peril wasn't completely crazy, he said. She's kind of nice when she's not killing someone. She brought me mud for my back. And she said she found Sunny. Starflight's head shot up. Where? Can she get her tsunami demanded? Can she set her free? I don't know if Peril will help us, Clay said, rolling his shoulder in the water. I haven't talked to her since the trial. I'm afraid she's mad at me. I'm not mad at you, Peril stuck. I'm not mad at you. Peril stuck her head through the wall of fire, looked down at Clay in the pool. Tsunami jumped back with a hiss of alarm. Starflight crouched and froze, watching Peril with large eyes. Oh, good, Clay said to Peril. He wondered how much of their conversation she had overheard. Heard. Would she help them, even if she heard Tsunami calling her names? She certainly wasn't giving Tsunami the friendliest look. Where have you been? I didn't want to put you in danger, Peril blurted out. She flapped her wings and the fire whooshed higher around her. Come inside, Clay said. It's weird talking to someone on fire. He ducked his head underwater and Peril hopped over the pool into the cave. Tsunami and Starflight both pack, backed up to the windows, staying as far from Peril as they could. Clay climbed out of the pool and spread his wings so Peril's heat could dry them off. She coiled her tail in close to her. And dipped her head at him. Sorry for that short part that I just, nope.
where I left off, ignoring the other two. I was afraid that the queen, I was afraid the queen would hurt you like she hurt Osprey, Peril said miserably. I shouldn't even be talking to you. If she finds out I like, I like you, she'll do something awful to you just to punish me. Snipe gave Clay a sharp look. He didn't understand. Can you help us escape, he asked, Peril, hopefully. I wish, he said. That would make her madder than anything. But I can't get you through the fire, she... What? 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 That would make her madder than anything. But I can't get you through that fire. She flicked her tail at the wall of flames. We could use the water to put it out, Starfly asked. He flinched at Terrell turned to look at him. No, those wrongs have those rocks have to burn down to embers. They can't be put out any other way. Um, what about Sunny? Clay asked. Is there anything we can do to free her? We have to rescue her before Burn takes her away. Peril's blue flame eyes narrowed. You talk about this Sunny a lot. Is she really important? Yes, all three. Yes, all three of the dragoness answered at once. Peril's tail, twi tear, tail, tail twitched. Clay had no idea why she looked so displeased. Peril. Peril Tsunami interjected. Listen, Sunny is like a little sister to us, to all of us. Starflight looked down at his talons. Think about your brother, Tsunami went on. Wouldn't you have saved him if you could? Peril's expression shifted and nodded. A sister, yes, I understand. All right, I'll help. Where is she, Starflight asked. Is she all right? She's in kind of a bird cage, Peril said. Hung over the feasting hall. Everyone will be celebrating out there tonight. There all night tonight. But tomorrow, while they're watching the arena, I can sneak in and get her. <sighs> oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Clay nearly twined his tail around hers, but he remembered at the last second not to touch her. What about Clay and Starflight? Tsunami asked. I can survive the arena, but they can't. Um, I can survive the arena too, Clay said. Hello, I already have. And how did you do that exactly? Tsunami asked. I happen to know that you don't have secret venom in your claws. I know what to do, Starflight cried, jumping to his feet. In the arena? In the arena? Tsunami said skeptically. No, right now, he said. I know how we can get out of here. That is the end of chapter 22. Thank you guys for listening. Please don't forget to share my podcast. Goodbye.